Hello. Hello, hello. Welcome. Okay. <laughs> Welcome. Vanessa, how's your how's your week going? I feel like we never talk about how your week's going on our podcasts. Wow, I feel ambushed and attacked. Um, <laughs> what if my week isn't going well? Okay, how is my week going? Yeah, you can share if it's not going well, if it's going well, you know? I, my week <laughs> is um, going okay. I am stressed, <laughs> but okay. blessed. Um, yes. <laughs> amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> how is um, your week going? It's good to hear. My week, it's going. It's really just passing by. It's going, indeed. So, yeah. <laughs> My week is kind of leaving me behind. Like, I think I'm still on Monday, but today's Wednesday. So that's how my I'm... week is. But <laughs> Meanwhile, I need it to be Friday now. I don't want it to be Friday. What? Yeah, I Why? don't. Because <laughs> I feel like I have so many things to do this weekend and... I just don't want to do them. So the, okay. the slower the week well, goes, the better. First, explain to me, since you're clearly the type of person that like fills up their weekend, what possesses you to do that? <laughs> well, this week was Halloween. And so right. plans have been being made since like months ago. So I can't back out of them. Um, otherwise, I would have. And of course, everything will be done safely with masks. Of course. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, masks, social distancing, know the vibes. Anyway, Mutani, <laughs> I am excited because today we are talking about our favorite show slash shows. Oh, what's our favorite show? I mean, is it our favorite? It's one of my favorites. Is it one it's of your one favorite? It's one of my favorites. Yeah, I agree. I, I love how I'm agreeing for you. <laughs> like, I'm like, yes, I agree. It is one of your favorites. <laughs> um it is um the haunting haunting is it hunt hunt haunting haunting <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the haunting of hill house and the haunting of bly manor which are two shows created by uh mike flanagan who mm-hmm. is a he's a horror guy like he does horror really well um and yeah, I I think when did Haunting of Hill House come out? Last year? I think Haunting of Hill House came out last year at the beginning <laughs> of the year. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what are the shows about roughly, Mutani? Can you tell us? So these shows, oh, Haunting of Hill House is probably one of my favorite shows ever because it talked about so it's about a family that live in a haunted haunted house. And usually we see the children living in the haunted house and then it ends when they, I guess, leave the house or when everyone dies or something. But this mm. show goes far to tell us what the children turn out to be like as adults, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. And they basically still have that childhood trauma from living in a haunted house, obviously. And they end up going back to face their childhood house to fix themselves. And oh, yeah, so that's Haunting of Hill House. And then Haunting of Bly Manor is... It's very complicated. It is. It's actually very complicated. It's about a haunted house, obviously. Well, not obviously, but it's about a haunted house. And I feel like it's obviously. It's very obvious. And uh, But you shouldn't say obvious, you know. Haunting of Bly Manor is about um, these children living in a haunted house whose parents both just died. 
and it's very complicated there's like affairs and then there's a lady in a lake and then there's people mm. being possessed there's just so mm. much going on in that show that i don't know how to yeah. explain it properly and do it justice and what i love about the show the shows really is like the metaphorical idea of what ghosts are like i personally have never been like mutani loves horror things yeah um, i have never been a horror person myself but the kind of the way that they use ghosts to explore like some deeper um things about mental illness about grief about all these different like hard things um mm-hmm. is what i love about both shows honestly wait um, i i've noticed that in haunting of hill house but not in blind manor how do you think they should show haunting of blind manor is oh, um danny. the danny yes but mm-hmm. also lady of the lake the reason mm-hmm. she is she keeps coming and like going to the same place looking mm-hmm. for her daughter is because she felt so betrayed and she held on to like a lot of resentment and grief mm-hmm. and like a lot of the times you know how they say that ghosts um stay in a house because they have like unfinished business or thing like that like for her mm-hmm. it's literally that she felt so betrayed by her sister and felt so like unwilling to let go of her life like she really imposed her will on everyone else um a person that's so filled with resentment and betrayal and um just wishes that she could have her life as it was in the beginning that she literally refuses to let go of the living world and that's why she keeps coming to haunt um this place and she keeps going to look for her daughter and she keeps you know walking this same path and then that kind of dark energy is what drags people down so like even you know when people are like um you know people what hurt people hurt people Mm-hmm. you know like people's dark energy will end up taking you down if you happen to be in their path mm-hmm. um so it's just like ah like to me it's like ah yeah she's a ghost but also you know like it's oh sorry spoilers <laughs> it's too late but it was <laughs> um but it's it's just like okay like showing that like the way that that dark energy can like mm-hmm. manifest in someone and lead to the hurt of others is for me what the lady of the lake was about so yeah okay. moving on to like the meat of the episode um we're going to talk about our favorite characters in both shows um and mutani do you want to start and i'll ask you the questions um yes okay so who is your favorite character in haunting in of hill house, house. <laughs> yeah. so in hill house my favorite character has to be steve steve is the or steven for his full name but he's the mm-hmm. um older brother and mm-hmm. he he was he was the one that was always protective of the siblings like when they were younger like the first episode starts with one of the children crying because she used to have nightmares because she was seeing the um bent neck lady oh that was creepy but yeah the bent neck lady and so he was the one that instead of even his parents getting up to go check on their children he was the one that went to look after his siblings and would tell them it's going to be fine blah blah blah. and then even when he's older he's the one who the siblings go to for help when they need anything and and um 
who their father tells them to go to if they need anything. So yeah. he's very much like a supportive older brother. So I would honestly, I would either put place him in one or two. I'm having a hard time figuring out where to place him, but I think I would place him at two. Yeah. Why? Because he's like very kind and very helpful and supportive. Mm. And then he, even with his marriage, like he was struggling having to leave his wife because his biggest fear is not being loved. And so, yeah. So that's, that's why he's a two. And he also, he also likes helping other people who feel like they've been, feel like they've met ghosts or seen ghosts. He likes to help them and like make them feel um, like at ease. But let me ask you a question. I, yes, he was helping people, but I also got like the sense that he was using their experiences to like confirm something for himself. He's also trying to show these other people that ghosts aren't real. Not like, but I also guess he was kind of rude. He was rude. He so... was rude. He was rude, but he was rude because he, his whole life, he has to look after people. Like I, I, I'm, I'm a firstborn child, so I know what it means to be a firstborn. <laughs> It's that easy. So like, can I, I just say that you basically grew up like a middle child? I don't know why you're here with your firstborn energy. <laughs> I basically grew up as a middle child, but I still have some fun firstbornness in me, and I've seen firstborns, so I know how much pressure they they're put under, and I understand why they would be so bitter, even if they're twos. You know, That's like fair. honestly, twos are usually lastborn children, but at a two can also be a firstborn. Wait, what? <laughs> Twos are usually lastborn children. I, I think that lastborn children are more likely to be twos. But oh, what? Why? <laughs> I need to unpack this. Honestly, no, no, that's that's not a fact at all. It's because um, one of my friends who is a two is a lastborn child, and this one you said it with such confidence. <laughs> I'm cutting that part out. I'm not going to be spreading lies. <laughs> you should leave it in because we called you out. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, he might be maybe... So let me just ask you first, like what are the negative aspects of type 2 that you see in him? Because I'm thinking like that bitterness um, could possibly be like the negativeness of a type 2 when you're so self-sacrificing that it ends up being um detrimental to yourself and then you now want to be needed but you're also at the same time like you know why don't people care about me and like why don't they ask me how I'm doing you know and then it Mm. it might lead to like resentment and bitterness so I wonder like if that's partly in him maybe not because he hated his dad so much for so long just because he felt like his dad left their mom but I guess that's not has nothing to do with how he was treated um, I have a feeling he's a one. I think he's a one wing too. Why do you think he's a one? Because I think resentment and like um, being critical is a very one thing. Um, yeah. And then with type twos, they just typically like their more negative side is like being um, possessive and overbearing. But he withdrew instead of yeah. you know piling on. Yeah, that's true. So I think he might be a one wing two because, like, the wing two is like him helping like being people. Being helpful. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was also thinking one or two, so I agree with that. I th- yeah, I think one because yeah, I think he had high standards for himself as well. Like he was mm-hmm. super like this is the way, this is what you should believe, you know. Um, um what I love mm-hmm. most about him was that he he was um a writer. That's the only thing <laughs> I, I love, love that. actually someone asked me today that if you could be one type of person for Mm -hmm. a year Mm -hmm. what would you be Muntani do you want to write a book um (laughs) no I would want someone to write a book about me but I interesting but actually I want a book about me not a book interesting she asked me um if you could be one type of person um say like um you know one of these like super like nerds who know everything or say like a social media influencer or even like um a writer or like um maybe just like a super optimistic positive person like if you could be any type of person for a year Mm -hmm. and like no one would say anything to you about it and in fact like they would be happy that you're that person Mm -hmm. what type of person would you be Ooh, that's interesting. I I think I'd be like a I'd be a model and then I'd go all over the world and just like uh-huh. travel and people take pictures of me and that's it. Like, you know? Wow. What wow. would you be? I would specifically be um have I asked you to ask to watch um Ted Lasso? No, you have <laughs> the show. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you must watch it in fact. One of these episodes, I'm going to talk about it because it's one of my favorite things in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Um, Ted Lasso is a TV show um, mm-hmm. about the character Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. And he's just this, he's the most like sincere, like optimistic, positive, almost like sickly, almost like too positive to believe mm-hmm. <laughs> like um, person. But honestly, I want to be that person. I'm um, like it even um I don't know if you know like uh he gives me similar energy to like Leslie Nope in Parks and Rec. I don't know if you have you watched Parks and Rec? I haven't really watched Parks and Rec. Is that the blonde woman? Uh, yeah. Okay. Kind of. Except her, she's more like um she's very enthusiastic about her work and that's her thing. But this yeah. one is just like very kind and warm hearted and wholesome. Like he's such a wholesome person mm-hmm. that I would be that type of person. <laughs> like if I could really truly I would just adopt his personality and take it <laughs> but I don't think those people exist in the world because I don't think it's possible I think I, I like, need to watch all... an episode just so I can know more about him understand he yeah. it's it's things like he he um he'll say things like um he tur- like in the first episode he turns he's in the plane with his friend and he turns and says to his friend um, he's, he turns, smiles, and then he's like, um, if we see each other in our dreams, can we say hi and, like, smile and oh, just, like, oh. fool around a bit? You know? Like, it's just, like, <laughs> and then, like I was like, oh, my God, you're so cute. And then, but you can be and that. Then, I can't. It's, it doesn't feel genuine to say those yeah. things. I don't know why. I you know? It feels like, oh, it's a joke. 
I don't think I would like someone like that if I'm being real with you. Like, if I knew someone like that and they said that to me, yeah. I would be like, never yeah. talk to me again. <laughs> like, but I would love know. it. I know. Like, it's but so it's sweet. the energy. It's the, You have to watch it to see it. Like, even if a random person came and said that to me, I also don't know how I'd react. I guess, but yeah. his energy is so, like, you can tell it's very genuine and sincere. Oh, that's so cute. And I feel like no, but I feel like if it's like with friends or with someone who you have that type of relationship with, you can be like that and it's not weird. But yeah, you can't be like that to everyone. I wish. I wish. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I feel I'm too cynical in life. You know, I need to be, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Um, um, yeah, so we've decided that Steve is a one wing two. And yeah. so, Vanessa... Who's mm-hmm. your favorite character from um, Haunting of Blind Man? I mean, Hill House. My favorite character is Luke Crane, who is the youngest brother. Is he the? He's uh, Nell Crane's twin. And Nell and mm-hmm. Luke are like the youngest characters in mm-hmm. the family. Um, he is um, a person who struggles throughout his life with a heroin addiction. Um, he kind of relapses a lot, goes to rehab, relapses again. Um, and he is kind of, he's followed by, wait, do we want to talk about the ghost that they're followed by? Because I also think like his ghost is, is part of the reason I like him. Like his ghost is this tall, um, man this tall man who like is wearing a hat and you can't really see his face very just like very ominous like very 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 tall very ominous just always lurking in the background and it reminds me of like that feeling of um some darkness in you is chasing you and it like I can feel that Luke carries around with him all the time by like seeing who his ghost is He's very withdrawn and quiet. He's very, um, and you know what? Now I'm realizing because uh, we'll discover this even with my favorite character from Laimana. But he's yeah, he's like more quiet than the rest of them. He's kind of um, a person that really struggles with a lot, but doesn't seem to want to confront it directly. Um, and he just, honestly, I just want to, like, hug him and protect him. Vanessa is in love with him. I, here's, okay, so his so in, uh, in Bly Manor, some of the same actors come back and play different characters. Mm-hmm. And I thought that his character in Bly Manor was so attractive. I don't know what it is. I don't know what about, like, I, I really cannot tell you why I thought he was particularly attractive and him in Hill House. I mean, yeah, he was attractive, but not, like, overwhelmingly so. <laughs> Maybe it was the way he was dressing. I don't know. But in Blind Matter, he's such an asshole. Oh, my in God. Blind he's, Manor like, an abusive. <sighs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, let me not even think about that <laughs> negativity. Um, but, yeah, it seems like, Luke is always running away from his problems and always running away from this darkness that follows him everywhere. And I really just, uh, I just have such <laughs> like compassion for him. And yeah, he was my favorite. I 
think that he's an Enneagram who, what Enneagram type do I think he is actually? I think he's a nine. Okay. <laughs> I, I have a feeling I just think everyone is a nine. Um, why do you think he's a nine? A nine's more prone to addiction. I, they say that, but I don't think that's true. I don't know if nines are more prone to addiction, but we're definitely more prone to wanting to numb um, any feelings of discomfort which sometimes takes the form of addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think also that he's very, he wants to be able to fade out into the background. And that's not possible because his drug um, addiction makes him very noticeable because people have to pay for his rehab and he does like not great things while he's high. But I think he's the more... Um, kind of in the background person Mm -hmm. of all the siblings to me at least Mm -hmm. and that feels like nine energy I think he also wants I don't know like I really don't know I just think he's honestly Hill House has been so long ago (laughs) was like so long ago but I just think he's just he's just doing his best man and like he just doesn't want to have anything upsetting him mm-hmm. um but yeah things do I don't know I don't know if that's a good answer I just don't see him in any of the other types like I can't pinpoint in any of the other types what he could be I think also he becomes like very anxious when he's unhealthy and he has that feeling of like something is following me around and when nines are um less healthy they go to the six. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they become more anxious. So I think I see that in him. I think he's a. I think he's a six. Although I'm trying to think, like, what doesn't fit. I mean, sorry. I think he's a nine. Um, I'm trying to think what doesn't fit about a nine. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking that he. No, I think he was very willing to go along with others to keep the peace. Like that's a nine quality that he had. Yeah. Except when it came to drugs. Um. And mm, was he the person that ultimately brought people together? I thought that was or Nil. Was that the Nil, Nil, yeah, the father. Oh, Nil. Nil. That was Nell. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what about a nine fits doesn't fit with him because honestly, I can't remember that much about him. <laughs> but I just remember loving him, and yeah, I do I, remember like him being. Uh-huh. I can see him being more of a nine than a six. Yeah. Than any other type to me. Yeah. Do you think he could be? type like I don't see uh, yeah I honestly think else. he would be a nine I don't know we'll be I feel like I'll be more clear on the blind mana character yeah because that was at least more recent that was more recent so um but yeah I think yeah who who is your favorite character in um haunting of blind, blind mana in blind mana my favorite character is Rebecca Jessel Miss Jessel. Hey. Miss Jessel was my favorite. Um, <laughs> she was unfortunately dating um, Vanessa's favorite character from um, no. Hill House. Well, my favorite oh, in Hill House. Who okay, he was, who he was in Hill House. Yeah. Is who he is in Bly- is the same actor in Bly- Bly Manor, but a different character, as you all yeah. know. So she is the like nanny. I guess they <laughs> called them. Op- au pairs and I don't really know what an au pair is because I always thought an au pair was someone who goes to a different country for school so <laughs> he um, 
Oh, well, he. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Does she know how they're like? What are you talking about? Does she know how they're like, all oh, the French au pair is here. And it's like a student <laughs> from another school, like a, like a transfer student from a different country. Oh my God. Oh my gosh, where do they say that? On, t- on TV shows, like I think in Skins, there must have been an au pair or something like that. So... Oh, oh. No, I actually don't know. I, like, I can't. I, anyway. So, so what's for you? Do you know what an au pair is? Is it just like a nanny? No, an au pair has to be from another country. Like, I don't <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I'm so sorry if I'm <laughs> I may be wrong oh, Rebecca Jesso I mean was not an au pair is a wait who is an au pair let's see how do you even spell au pair okay oh yeah, yeah you're right a helper from a foreign country working for and living as part of a host family yeah they live okay. in a host family right. that's another thing uh, <laughs> but okay <laughs> I guess it doesn't. It could also be students, cause in um, what's that show where he was having sex with him? Um, call me by your name. Call me by your name was uh, the, the uh, boy yes. was an au pair. I mean, the guy from mm. the America. So anyway, mm-hmm. that's what I thought au pairs were. Yeah. <laughs> she mm-hmm. is the nanny. The previous nanny. So when the show starts, there's a nanny who they're looking for a nanny for their um children and yeah the previous nanny happened to have died or killed herself and so this previous nanny who killed herself is Rebecca Jessel so she's kind of just a memory and a ghost in the entire show but she was one of my favorite mine too honestly I love these characters she was very um um Mm -hmm. Okay, so what I loved about her was how she was, like, very ambitious and, like, confident and just, she wasn't very strong because she kind of allowed, I don't want to say allowed, but she would, she would, like, put her foot down, but she also kind of allowed um her boyfriend to treat her not nicely at times and sometimes would cause her to do things Man. that are stupid, like, like he would like make her go and drink wine in the afternoon when she's at work and she knows she shouldn't be doing that but then she would just do it yeah so yeah and she would apologize to him even when he's just being yeah. mad so those are things i didn't like about her but what i liked about her was still how she was like still confident and strong and ambitious but you know what i don't think i think they did a good job of portraying her because even when she was letting him do some things, it was very much like you could see how in her mind she had justified it to herself. Yeah. Like even when um is when Hannah approaches her and like confronts her about mm-hmm. it, she's just kind of like, um, you know, I've like I've known men like him before mm-hmm. and you don't understand, but like I think like for her it was worth it. She knew exactly what was going on mo- like part of the time. She knew what type of man he was, but she was like, like she. You could see that she was making the trade off in her mind mm-hmm. as to, do I just completely shut him down, or do I, um, stay with him and perhaps sacrifice a bit of myself, but 
to get somewhere as well because she she also thought that he could get her things that she wanted mm-hmm. like their dream as well so i think to america exactly yeah. um <sighs> anyway what type do you think she is i think rebecca is a type three Ooh, i think so too yeah i think she's a type three because there's this one scene where um pizza is talking to her and is like oh I've, i know you like why are you working here because you are because i think she's supposed to go to law school or something like that like she's very educated and so he's wondering why she's giving mm-hmm. up her life to work in the middle of nowhere as a nanny and so he's like oh i know yeah. you're trying to like get kind of she was trying to like make connections or network in a way like if she knows someone who's super rich and has worked for him it's easier for her to get a job like a good job because he probably has good connections so that's yeah. the only reason she was working there really and that's like something yeah. i think is like she's very ambitious and that's like a three thing yeah um and she also the energy that really attracted like flora to mm-hmm. her you know like to the point of flora like flora eventually gets possessed by her yeah. <laughs> but i think she was she was at the type of person that just like charmed everyone around her even when all these people would talk about yeah. her afterwards like that like jamie and all mm-hmm. these people um it would just be like you know she was just like amazing like she had this light about her she was such a yeah pure soul you know yeah um i'm thinking about what um negative like what negatives of type three did you see in her the negatives okay i know type three's basic fear is being feeling worthless i don't know if she mm-hmm. showed that in the show because i don't think there's anyone that accused her of being worthless because they all they all loved her so there was no reason for her to feel like she wasn't needed but i wonder if that's why she stayed with him you know because like um, he was giving her some sense of worth that's true and she felt like she could get something that's true because it seems like she puts herself in situations yeah. like real situations that she might not even want to just because she wants to feel like i guess she's doing like she's going to get something out of it yeah or like she's special you yeah know? she's special yeah Ooh. what about the type doesn't fit with her though mm-hmm what do you see about the type that's like mm, i don't know if she was that. i guess in type type threes are apparently energetic and i don't think i got an energetic energy from her she seemed to always kind of be sitting there <laughs> so i don't <laughs> i feel like she but i feel like also as the abusive relationship got worse she yeah. just kind of deteriorated yeah, also took a toll on her but yeah when she came she was very much like smiling and like ah perfectly splendid <laughs> And then, and then things got bad um, Bambi. I think honestly I think Rebecca is a three like there's nothing about her that's not three there's nothing about her that's yeah there's nothing about her that's not three so Vanessa who's your favorite character from Haunting of Bly Manor I am so glad you <laughs> asked because my favorite character is Hannah Gross um let me just say up top that I think Hannah Gross is also a nine. And another reason I was saying this when I was talking about Luke Crane, I was like, there's mm-hmm. a connection because I feel like my favorite people are the ones I think are type nines just because I feel them so deeply. Um, so Hannah Gross is a housekeeper for mm-hmm. Bly Manor, which is the house that they live in, the haunted house. And she um, 
was how she's been housekeeper for like years maybe decades even um her husband leaves her and then she fully before she used to um like take care of the house but then go home at the end mm-hmm. of the day then her husband leaves her and she becomes like full-time live-in housekeeper at the mm-hmm. at Limana. um she like the one of the main things that happens spoiler is that she is pushed into a well early on in the series and she dies but she doesn't accept that she's dead like she doesn't know that she's dead or she's in denial that mm-hmm. she's dead and so she keeps just moving around and like living her life as if she's alive but sometimes she'll disappear for a while and it will seem like she doesn't really know what she's been doing or sometimes she'll just like stare off into space and get lost and you know not really know what's going on um she never really eats have you noticed that they never showed her eating or drinking don't eat but yeah they never showed they showed yeah they highlighted it a lot the beginning that she would like always refuse to eat yeah i just didn't understand that I know. In the beginning, I was like, does she have yeah. an eating disorder? Like, I what's going on? Like, but nah, she's well she was, good. Yeah, like, pretending not to eat in front of people, then she would go and eat on the side. But yeah, she's a ghost. Because she kept saying that she was eating. Yeah. Like, she had eaten or yeah. she'll eat later. But anyway, also, um, she drinking, like, wine uh-huh. or alcohol at some point. So, yeah, also confused. So, me. it doesn't make sense. <laughs> when she was on the, yeah. at the bonfire with, um, yeah, Oliver Owen. Owen. <laughs> when did they think why he was I called Oliver? With Owen. Uh, <laughs> anyway, when she was at the bonfire with Owen, she drank wine. Yeah, for sure. So again, we need explanations. Thank you very much. Um, Hannah, Hannah, she keeps seeing um cracks in the walls, um, and like in random places. She keeps, you know, she's. She goes about her routine every single day, almost like doing the same thing, mm-hmm. all in denial. Like she knows, she feels something is wrong, but she can't quite get herself to admit it to herself and take action. Um, and then she's also in love with, yeah, she's in love with Owen, who is the chef at Bly Manor. And she also doesn't really admit to herself that she loves him or she doesn't admit it to us for the longest time until they have this like uh, this amazing montage where they keep um, coming back to the same memory and basically in her memory Owen is trying to get her to realize that something is wrong but um, she keeps like avoiding the point until (laughs) keep doing the same thing until she realizes it Um, and eventually she you know gets her act together warns um warns wait what did she do she like when when owen and jamie come to blind manor she points them to the right direction to help save the people that needed saving and um yeah she admits to herself that she she's dead Mm -hmm. now i think that hannah um first of all i love her because like she's just she has this I love her because of her nine energy. <laughs> like, I think she's a nine because she's very, um, she just seems like the kind of person that you can depend on. She's very supportive. She's very, like, trusting. She's the kind of person that, like, really gets along with everyone except for when she feels someone is being violated because she tells 
um, Peter off. Like she's very against Peter because he's basically abusing um, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. And she's very, she feels very protective over Rebecca. And I feel like that's very nine energy. Like we're very like, oh no, no conflict until we feel, yeah, she's very, um, yeah, willing to keep the peace until she feels someone else is being violated. And then like, she'll step up and try to protect the person. Um, I think ultimately, I think that she wants everything to go smoothly. She doesn't want any disturbance of her peace of mind. Um, and she's very willing to stick things through. Like, I think at some point she's talking to Peter and she says, um, you know, like, I will be here long after you're gone. Like, I've been here for a long time and I will stay here for a long time. They say, like, type nines are those people who will be able to, like, navigate a weird work dynamic. Like, people will be Mm -hmm. leaving the workplace and the type nine will be like, nah, I'm staying here for 20 years. Mm -hmm. And they'll somehow navigate, like, people coming and going, Mm -hmm. you know, like, they'll stay stable. Like, they're very stable people. And I think... That's how. That about nine? Because um, I don't think I could handle staying in one place for a long period of time. That's your sexual <laughs> subtype. <laughs> we just, there's obviously within this, there's like different types, different mm-hmm. like subtypes and different wings that cause different mm-hmm. reactions. But you, that's your sexual subtype or one-on-one subtype, which gives you seven-like mm-hmm. energy. <laughs> where you want new things that could also be your Sagittarius I don't That's know true. <laughs> if we want to bring in other things um, but I am that person like, and I know other people that are mm. that person um, I think that I don't know if there's anything about Nine that doesn't fit with her I think everything fits with her I think she's a very it takes her time to realize things, to act on things. Um, and she's almost like stubborn about it. I think she's so like loving and understanding and she's very like avoidant of conflict. So yeah, no, I feel like type nine fits her fully. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really just love her. Like, oh, like I just, I have such a love for her. You know, yeah, I could, I agree with you. I think she's a type nine, although she, cause she seemed just scared all the time and she just seemed to be she was just seemed to be scared yeah she was but i think like so i feel would that be then like six energy it could be because it seems like i don't think she need like support and i don't know if she yeah i don't think that's what she wanted i think she wanted peace of mind i think she's a nine the people from haunting of hills this was a this was from Haunting of Hill House and yeah. Bly Manor, sorry. Um, this was a Halloween <laughs> special. <laughs> I don't know that we said anything scary. I don't scary, think we anything scary. We talked about ghosts and everything. Um, before we end... Did we even talk we about end, the we can ghosts? talk about our personal experiences with, like, spooky things. So, Vanessa, do you, do you believe in ghosts or not? I do, but I prefer not to think about okay. them just in case they decide to come for me but um okay i've heard that when a ghost shows itself to you it's usually that means that it's a friendly ghost like it's not going to do anything bad to you but a ghost that no if a ghost scares you that means that it's like friendly Mm -hmm. and if a ghost is 
nice to you and doesn't really seem to be doing anything to you then you shouldn't trust it like that's the one that's bad what yeah because apparently the ones that are scary are trying to take you away from something like save you from something and then the ones that are oh like just like maybe you might think they're nice those ones are probably trying to lead they're leading you towards oh my god (laughs) i'm now scared (laughs) wait what yeah and I think it's oh my gosh. like witnessed a scary ghost. Like if I if I feel like okay, I've only ever witnessed one ghost, <laughs> which I don't know if he's a ghost. Which like, ghost? Um, William, in my old apartment. <laughs> Who is that? In my Who is old, that? In my old apartment, there was a ghost called William. He used to move my stuff around. Either I was very messy. <laughs> what? Or, like, I swear, God, William used to move my stuff around. But um, maybe it could have been my. Wait, did you tell I, me about I William? I you about William. It could have been my roommate, maybe okay. going to my room, but I don't think it was. I think it was a ghost. <laughs> and <laughs> I think he was, he wasn't, I never saw him, but I saw him on my Snapchat. Like I told you about how when I was Snapchatting and I was like, William, come here. Then yes. he came into the camera. <laughs> oh my God. He was, he was nice, tell you. which means he must have been like, he could have been leading with something bad. <laughs> yeah. That is very scary. Honestly, I feel sufficiently spooked. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> I personally have never had any experiences with ghosts. And ghosts, if you're listening, I do not want any experiences. Um, I'm for some reason I'm just so scared of any sort of supernatural experience. Yeah. Like even if even like um like seeing God, like having a God mm-hmm. experience, I don't want that. Like anything that's not of this mm-hmm. world. <laughs> I'm just like, stay away from me. I don't want, I don't need to know, you know? Like, you can be there. I just don't need you to come and see me. That's you know? interesting. Like, but that means fine. that you'll never, like, reach full enlightenment. I don't <laughs> want to. Why do I need full enlightenment? Because then you're, like, more at, you're <laughs> the the type nine? at peace. Because as a type 9, you should want enlightenment. Because enlightenment is, like, the highest No, 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 no. It's a lie. It's a lie because do you know how much not lack of peace you have to go through to get to That's that place? True. I'm like, even when you reach that place, who has ever reached that place except Buddha? There's some people who have Jesus. reached that place. <laughs> Full enlightenment? Yeah. Nah, they're those people who, um, those people who like meditate to the point where even if you touch them, they won't, they won't move. Like they're just not here. They're lying. They're there. They are lying. <laughs> we'll have a debate about this. As a type, <laughs> as a type nine, you should want full peace. Um, as a type nine, I'm okay with where I am now, <laughs> and that's also okay. So, amen. So yeah, so I hope you guys were okay. Spooked. I hope you learned that new fact about you know ghosts. Vanessa, do you want to share anything or no? Yep. No, because no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I just want to say again, guys, ghosts, please don't decide to show yourselves to me. I don't need to see you. <laughs> like, I'm fine. You know, actually, let me even stop talking about yeah, this. Yeah, don't, don't think I about that. I have been your host. I've been your host, Vanessa. <laughs> and I'm Mutani. And 
And we'll see you at the next podcast. Yeah, see you next week when it's not spooky season and we'll be in um Christmas season. So yeah. Okay. Bye. Will we? It's too early for Christmas. Yeah, but then what's the other season after this? <laughs>